0: Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. On the podcast, we'll talk to experts on everything from Thomasville history and events to daily operations and city business, all while having some fun in the process. We're your hosts, Christy Owens and Sherry Kane. Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville podcast. We're glad to be back for season two. We took a little bit of a summer break um, just to give us all time to enjoy our families and take some vacations. But we're happy to be back with you today to kick off Season 2. And I have Sherry Kane with me this morning for co-hosting duties. Welcome, Sherry. Glad to have you back in the studio. Me, too. I'm so glad to be back. I feel like I was out on a summer break, Um, and I'm ready to be back in school, quote, unquote. (laughs) I did, too. While we took our little break, um, we actually celebrated over the summer National Parks and Recreation Month. You may have noticed some... different social media posts that we had on our Facebook page, some videos that we were sharing, and so we thought it would be a great idea to sort of kick off, like I said, season two, and um, talk about that a little more in depth with you today. So we have a great guest with us today, and so Sherry, I'm going to let you do the introductions. I'm so excited to introduce our guest today.
1: It's Mike Owens. He's the manager of Parks and Recreation for Golf for the City of Thomasville.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
1: (laughs) So Mike, tell us a little bit about your background and how long you've worked for the city of Thomasville.
2: Uh, My background, I have a uh, a degree in sports management from Auburn University, and I've been with the city 23 years. So I've been here since 1999. And my main background is uh, golf, obviously. I've managed uh, Country Oaks Golf Course here in Thomasville since 1999. And even before that, I was in the golf business um, in another part of the state. And then in 2019, Uh, I started uh, helping the city with the parks and recreation uh, as well.
0: So as I mentioned, some of the celebration um, or the different parks and recreation facilities that we discussed over the summer, one of the things I learned that I never knew is that the city actually owns and maintains over 20 different parks. I had absolutely no idea about that. And a lot of parks that I really have never even heard of before. Um, and it was so. It was really a lot of fun and, and interesting to, to take a look at some of those areas that I wasn't familiar with, and hopefully um, the public learned a little bit more about that. But. People may be, you know, familiar with some of the more popular parks or the most more well-known parks like the Ritz Amphitheater or Cherokee Park. But tell us a little bit about some of the other parks um, that the city actually owns and maintains.
2: Yeah, we do have a lot. We, like like you said, we have over 20 parks and everyone knows the, the main parks, the Cherokee Lakes and the Paradise Parks and... Um, the amphitheater and things like that but we have a lot of what i would call neighborhood parks that are very walkable for that part of the neighborhood we have things like weston park on the west side of town um you know balfour park on on the south side and mcintyre park and and even smaller parks like parnell park and you might not know those if you don't live in that neighborhood because they're they're walkable and that's kind of i would classify those as neighborhood parks We also have a lot of very small, what I would call pocket parks that don't have really any amenities, but maybe some green space and benches and things like that. So you can sit and and watch a water fountain, or you could sit and have a lunch, or you could just sit and enjoy, you know, being outside. So a lot of those smaller parks and neighborhood parks, you know, if you're not in that area, you might not realize they're there.
0: So I guess for those smaller parks, like the maintenance on those would be typical things like mowing. Um, if there's trash cans out there, emptying the trash. So the city still has to upkeep and, and handle all of those different things for those smaller parks Yeah, as well. and, we,
2: and we have some contract help that does some of that. But we do some of in-house, and we have a contract. But, yeah, you like you said, mowing, uh, edging, um, you know, trash litter pickup, and, um, you know, maintaining some irrigation systems in those parks and things like that.
1: So, Mike, I know you've said before that, you know, there are many types of um, forms of recreation And people recreate in all kinds of different ways. So it's not about just like walking a track or playing golf or activities. Um, Give us a description of some ways that people may um, not realize that other people recreate.
2: Yeah, this is something that... that that i learned as well obviously uh being in the golf business for so many years i was focused on you know golf as recreation and it is and a lot of people love to play golf and and it's typical just like tennis or basketball or walking around a track or things like that but you know when i got involved in some of the day-to-day operations of parks and recreation a few years ago i would notice people pull up in a car at a park and just sit in the car and eat lunch and things like that or get out and just sit on the bench and just look at Cherokee Lake or or look at people walking around and I started thinking about it and you know people recreate in different ways it does not have to be physical exercise or anything like that. If they're outdoors and enjoying a park you know, that's their recreation, and I think that's very important for the city of Thomasville to realize that, you know, it's, it's, not, that, it's not always typical recreation that you, know, that you need to provide for our citizens.
1: And I agree. I mean, I sit at Cherokee Lake and eat lunch all the time, and also Paradise Park. I pull up. It's pretty out there. It's shady. It's it nice. Is, yes. So,
0: yeah. I think that's one of the, the perks of living in Thomasville, as because we do have so many parks that have amenities that are not necessarily a walking track. That people, like you said, they recreate in different ways, and so they can drive out there and maybe sit at the picnic table, or you know, enjoy the park in different ways other than, like you said, physical activity. Exactly,
2: it's it's amazing what, what green space can do. People just love green space where there's just you know sitting or um, reading a book or anything like that. And and the city of Thomasville is very lucky to have lots of different green spaces around town.
0: Well, when you were talking about actual physical activity, um, many people are familiar with Remington Park in Thomasville, and that is where the bulk, I guess, of the youth and adult programming takes place. But a lot of people probably don't know that the city actually owns that park. So tell us um, a little bit about the partnership we have with the Thomasville YMCA and how that kind of works.
2: Yeah, uh, if you go back a few years, uh, the city and the YMCA would do their own different programming, and they shared Remington Park. Back, This goes back to the 90s. Um, and near the late 90s, the city and the YMCA came to an agreement to allow the YMCA to, to handle all the programming at Remington Park, whether it's youth, whether it's adult, or whatever it is. So the YMCA handles all that they do all the scheduling they do all the t-ball the soccer the youth events the adult events you know there's a lot of adult recreation that goes on out there too people don't realize you have you know adult softball ultimate frisbee all kinds of things that go on at remington and the y does a very good job of handling that and uh, scheduling all those events there's lots of things that go on there there's lots of different fields tournaments and things like that but yes the city still owns the park so we're still responsible for the maintenance the mowing and and uh, the maintenance of the buildings and uh, the restrooms and all that stuff out there. So, yeah.
1: I think that's a perfect partnership. I mean, it makes perfect sense. There's no need to have two organizations trying to schedule things, and it just makes perfect sense. So, while we're talking about partnerships, the City of Thomasville also has a partnership with Hands-On Thomas County and our local public library, Tell us about those partnerships. Yeah, Hands-On
2: Thomas County is a really, really good organization here in town. And a few years ago, they got together with the um, Red, Hill, Red Hills Disc Golf Association. And disc golf is basically uh, you throw a disc into a basket and you keep score like, like golf. So it's disc golf, and it's we have a 12-hole disc disc golf, golf course at McIntyre Park. And that course was constructed – you know, by the Red Hills Disc Golf Association and um, Hands On Thomas County, and they do a really, really good job of maintaining that course. On Hands On Thomas County work days that they do throughout the year, they will repair baskets, they they will repair the signs, and that's another really good form of recreation that that Thomasville has to offer. Is that, is that disc golf golf course?
1: And it's really busy. I mean, if you it just is. go out there, like there's a lot of people that come out there, and there's families, and it's not just tournaments, it's just people going out there and enjoying it. Exactly.
2: Dinner. And the good thing about the disc golf is all you have to have is a disc. You don't have to have any any major equipment or anything like that. You have to have a disc and the wants to go out there and throw this disc at a basket and walk around uh, McIntyre Park. And you're right. I, I live close to there, and I see people playing disc golf every day. Yep. And Saturdays, they have a big group that comes out there every Saturday morning and plays. So it's, it's it's you know, it's, 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 it's just a really good partnership to have because, you know, they help us um, with that. We don't have to worry as much about, you know, some of the maintenance of, of the uh, baskets and things like that.
1: And for those of you that don't know what a disc is, it's a Frisbee. <laughs> they
2: don't like, the, yeah, they, yeah. they prefer disc. <laughs> disc, but.
1: yes, but that's what it is.
0: And it's a, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. It is. So I guess when as Sherry mentioned the, the partnership there, so really hands-on Thomas County approached the city looking for a park to install um, this disc golf and in me and talking um, in the past with Angela Kamenis, the director at Hands- on Thomas County, she mentioned that one of the reasons they were interested in McIntyre Park is because it's a centrally located park. plus um, she mentioned that you know, it has really good terrain, I guess, for that type of course.
2: It does. Yes. So uh, that, that's, that's worked out very well. So uh, it is a good park, um, centrally located you know easy to walk to for a lot of people around town and it does have some parking uh, along clay street and along mitchell street so you can drive there and park and and play as well
1: tell us a little bit about the public library And what uh, they have one of our parks It's really that's a really neat situation they
2: they do the public library approached me a couple years ago and wanted to do a story walk and i wasn't sure what that was but after uh, talking to them um it is basically a a Walk throughout a park and we, we chose Paradise Park for this uh, story walk and it includes chapter books at a sign in different locations and their numbers. So you walk, you start with number one, you go to number two, number three, number four, and it takes you all the way around the park and the last sign is at near near where you started and it is a short chapter book that is aimed at um, younger kids that they can walk around the park and read a book. So you get exercise and they get to learn how to read. They exercise and they learn how to read. And the library changes that book about once a month. So awesome. it is perfect for little groups of preschoolers and daycares that want to make a visit to the park and they can walk around and read a book.
0: Yeah. I think, that, I think Paradise Park is, is another park that's centrally located too and walkable to some of our schools that are close by. And as you mentioned, some of the daycare. So I know I've seen some groups out there enjoying that story walk. And the, the playground equipment is so nice, too, out at Paradise Park that I think that attracts the children. So when they're out there, they can, say, you know, play a little while, and then they can actually walk around and enjoy um, and get a little educational experience with the story walk, too.
2: It does, and there's there's plenty of picnic tables and things like that. I, I see plenty of people come out there and set up um, a picnic and eat lunch at the picnic table, and they can send the kids over to play on the playner, playground equipment, and or they can walk around and read the story walk.
0: Um, so as we're, again, as, as we've recently celebrated National Parks and Recreation Month, um, talking about recreation, Country Oaks Golf Course is actually a municipal golf course that's owned by the city of Thomasville, and I know you mentioned golf has is, is been in your background. Um, tell us a little bit about maybe why that golf course is important for the city. You know, I know you do a lot of fundraiser tournament sponsorships for a lot of local organizations, so give us a little history on um, Country Oaks and, and what that course does for the community.
2: Um, Country Oaks uh, was built in the late 70s as an 18-hole public municipal golf course. Um, I think it's very – obviously, it is near and dear to my heart because that, that's my background is golf. But um, I think it is important for the city to have their own golf course. It, it It's a – very affordable place to play golf a lot of beginners a lot of starters like to come out there and play we we cater to that with we have rental clubs we have we offer lessons and some other things like that so we kind of cater to those beginning golfers that that want to learn how to play golf and to do it at a course in your own town that's affordable is something that most small towns don't have and Mm -hmm. i think that's why it's so important and not to mention the fundraisers we have tons of great organizations in this town whether it be you know, the United Way, the Rotary Club does a big fundraiser for the United Way. Um, you know, a lot of local schools um, love to do some fundraisers. We have two high schools here in town and both of them do their Athletic Booster Club fundraisers there in the spring. And it's, it's essential for their budget for the year to get these, um, to get these fundraisers to get some money. So, And, and, and I forgot to mention also that, that we have two high schools and two middle schools here in town that, that Country Oak serves as their home golf course for their golf teams. And, you know, i talk talked to a lot of different golf coaches around that come to play uh, Thomas County or Thomasville here, and they are so jealous that we have our own golf course and that provides these kids a place to play no charge. I don't charge, uh, you know, these teams to play here. And these other, these other teams from other towns have to really struggle to find a place to play golf for their teams.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of friendships um, that are nurtured out at the golf course. I know my dad loved to go to the golf course, and he was he had all his little buddies that he would go out there with. So it's a really great place.
2: I mean, it is if, if you if you talk about what we just said, you know, you talk about your dad. I mean, there's it, that golf course can serve the senior population. Mm-hmm. It can serve you know the adult population that plays golf on the weekends that work during the week, and, it, and we also serve the kids. You know, we have the high school and the middle school kids that get to come out there and play. So it it, it doesn't matter what's which generation you are, that golf course can serve you. So that's why I think it's Great important. Great for everybody. Yep, it is, yes. exactly right. So
1: so I also know um, that you've been working with our local Boys and Girls Club and, and some of the student members there. So tell us a little bit about that relationship and what you've been doing this summer with them.
2: Yeah, we have a good relationship with the Boys and Girls Club. They are another organization that they have a couple of fundraisers that they use the golf course for well, to, raise, to raise funds for their programming. But um, this summer in particular, uh, they – um, one day they approached me about wanting to use the golf course to help teach some kids for a little summer golf camp and they've got one of the golfers, one of the female golfers from Thomas University, which is a local university here, to help instruct. So two days a week they bring five or six kids out there and they instruct them how to play golf. They talk about etiquette. They talk about um, you know, what you're supposed to do or not supposed to do on a golf course, and they let the kids play. And, and they've that's, had a great time. I love
0: seeing the pictures. They look like they're having so much they, fun. They have a
2: great time. <laughs> the, those, the, the kids love to come out there and play.
0: Uh, I don't think you've touched on this, but um, talking about the different amenities at Country Oaks, there's also a foot golf course there. So some people may not know what foot golf is. Um, and I also wanted to mention, because I actually um, someone reminded me of this the other day, that, the foot golf course at Country Oaks is the only course, I guess, in this area that's accredited by the American Foot Golf League, which is, is a pretty pretty big deal to yeah, people that are involved in that it league and, and, and play foot golf and are passionate about it. So tell us, how, how do you accommodate the foot golfers um, with, you know, the regular golfers and, and what actually is foot golf?
2: We'll, we'll do that first. Foot golf is basically a combination of soccer and golf. So we have a nine-hole foot golf course that, that we actually – Instead of having a, a normal-sized golf hole that would fit a golf ball, we have an oversized uh, hole in some of the fairways that accommodates a soccer ball. So it's a much larger hole, and what you do is you kick a soccer ball just like you would hit a golf ball, and you try to get it in the hole with as few strokes as you can. So it's basically a combination of soccer and golf. And you are correct. We are the only accredited foot golf golf course in South Georgia or North Florida, and um, you, have to, you have to be accredited by the American Foot Golf league to get that designation.
0: Right. And I guess foot golf is it's great, too, because it could be something for adults, but also for, you know, young children to come out with their parents and play and just give them another activity to do um, throughout the year.
2: And it, you're right. It has that generational, you know, it, it could accommodate anybody, kids, adults, parents. But the thing I like about it is it brings a whole different kind of person to the golf course. Right. You know, you've got some players that love soccer, love, love other parts of recreation, that wouldn't even know where Country Oaks Golf Course is, but yet now they're coming out there to play foot golf. Foot golf, yeah. And, and we do have to accommodate them a little bit. We, we, we like foot golfers to come later in the afternoon when it's not quite so busy. Foot golf plays much better when it's not wet. So early in the morning when, it's, when there's dew on the ground, it's a little tough to play foot golf. So we try, you know, we, we try to accommodate the foot golfers later in the afternoons when the golf course isn't quite so busy with, with traditional golfers.
1: We know, in Thomasville, we love our history. We're all about our history. So um, can you tell us a little bit about the land that Country Oaks was built on? It, ha- it definitely has an interesting tie into the military and some some history related it, to
2: Thomasville. It does. Um, if, if you don't know, the, the, the Thomasville Municipal Airport and Country Oaks are on, uh, on the same property, uh, about five or six miles out on Highway 122. And back in the 40s, that airport the municipal airport served as a army air corps training facility for army air corps fighter pilots near the end of world war ii it opened in 1943 and obviously it closed at the end of the war uh, a year or so later and the the cool part of it is is that near the golf course near the back side of the golf course are some roads and some old foundations in the woods right there where the barracks were for these uh, army air corps fighter training pilots and Back in those days, you know, they had everything they needed out there. They they had their own water system, they had their own um, sewer system, and you know, they had their own barracks and they had their own little city out there. So uh, it is kind of neat so to see some of that. It yeah. Is. Yeah, that is very interesting.
0: Um, I know one of the things I did want to touch on before we started wrapping things up today is um, that the city has been undergoing a parks assessment process. And there actually have been some recent improvements to some of the parks, Weston Park being one of them. So before you move in and and kind of give us an update on the parks assessment process, tell us about some of the improvements at Weston Park, because one of the things that I don't think a lot of people in the community realize is that park actually has free Wi-Fi. So, you could go out to that park and actually take advantage and, and use the Wi Fi while you're out it there. Is so, so nice. And the, I and love the in the Playground equipment is nice too. But what are some of the improvements that have recently been made out there and then kind of tie that into the parks assessment process?
2: Okay. Um, at Western Park, yes, the, 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 we have uh, that community Wi Fi signal out there. So, you can take your phone or your iPad over there and sit. And if kids need to do some school work or something like that, they can. Connected to the internet out there and it is lightning fast it yes. is I've been out it's there. Fast. It's crazy it is super fast yes <laughs> um, we renovated the two restrooms out there and we also installed a one-third mile walking trail through the woods which is kind of nice because especially this time of the year you can walk when it's a little bit shady you know mm-hmm. you're not in the direct sunlight so hot. and we installed lights for that walking trail so you can do it um you know especially in the wintertime when the day when the daylight In so soon at 5 30 or 6 you can still walk after work and things like that and um, we we resurfaced the basketball court and with some help from thomasville national bank another good partner of ours at the city they helped us install some new basketball goals and rims at that part too so the kids love 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 to go out there and play basketball
0: so again what are the maybe long-term plans or what what process that do we have going on right now with the assessment of the other parks and possibly making some improvements at some of those other parks yeah
2: late in 2021 we started a parks assessment we hired a firm to come in and you know the first phase was in late 2021 and early 2022 where they did some evaluating they came in and took inventory of our parks and what we have and where they're located and did a lot of uh, internal gathering there and then the beginning of this year we did the community engagement phase of that which is where we have some charrettes we got we did some zoom meetings and we we basically got people to come say what would you like to see in our parks if you you know you know what would you like to see uh... us have us not have and things like that and that information was also gathered and we're currently in the envision phase which is where we take that information and start to get us um, you know, a plan and some vision and mission statements and goals for our Parks and Recreation Department. Um, And we're still in that phase right now. And then probably as late summer and fall gets here, we'll get into the uh, action plan where we'll come out with like a 10-year plan for our parks. We will also have um, a plan for each individual park throughout our park system.
0: So based on the feedback that has been gathered previously um, for some of these sessions and then a few years ago when we did some charrettes at mcintyre park and paradise park so all that information yes. is going to be combined together to come up with this yeah they they plan. took they
2: took some of those that that information they gathered a couple of years ago from the older charrette and input at into the um to the uh, engage phase of this assessment so hopefully by uh, late summer, early fall this year, we can begin to actually formulate a plan and then put that into action because, you know, that's budget time for us. So that's when we'll be able to take that plan, see what needs to be done first, which parks are most uh, underserved in the in the, in the the area and um, start focusing on that and get a plan together. It can't all be done at one time. There's not enough money. There's not enough time. But the plan will hopefully get us to figure out which park is, is, is in more need of other parks.
0: Right. Well, I, I know that there's so much again, that I've learned as we've celebrated National Parks and Recreation Month, and there are so many parks um, that we're fortunate to have here in Thomasville, and and you and your staff do a great job of of keeping those parks up and and available to our community. Um, I do want to mention briefly, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but there are some of our facilities at some of our parks that do offer rentals. So if you wanted to find out a little more information about that, you could visit thomasville.org, which is our city website. We do have a parks and recreation section on that website, it can tell you the facilities that you can rent if you wanted to have a family reunion or possibly a birthday party or something like that we thank you for being with us today um, sherry thank you for co-hosting with us and there's probably so much more we didn't get a chance to touch on but um our next podcast for this month we'll talk about the sustainability campaign that the city um, has recently launched so we're excited to share that with you and, and tell you about some of those Um, initiatives that the city of thomasville um, has underway so until next time sherry you want to close us out for today i
1: will christy and mike it's been so much fun today i've enjoyed hearing about everything um to our listeners remember to subscribe to the podcast for all the latest episodes thanks
0: everybody you've been listening to thomasville insights with the city of thomasville the show is produced by christy owens the editor and sound technician is austin reams The show's music is by Pond5.com and Envato Elements. To learn more about the city of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening app so you won't miss an episode. Thank you for listening.